Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The one and only Scott Abraham from ABC7 uh, joining us today on what has been a chaotic morning with reports about the commander's quarterback situation. Uh, Afternoon, Scott. How you doing? Happy New Year, buddy. How are you? Yeah, Happy New Year. I haven't seen you since the New Year, have I? Um, I didn't yeah. see you at the st- – were you at the st- – you weren't at the stadium Sunday, right? No, I didn't I see wasn't, you. I was in my bed at my in-laws for 12 days because I'm the best husband of the year. Wow. You were you are in a hostage situation, dude. 12 That's not- days <laughs> in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, I you really were. Star. Wow, you do get a gold star. You're you're done for the year, man. You're 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 clear. Not, my my quote has been met. I told my wife. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. clear till 2024. Good job by you. Um, uh, we love our in-laws. All of us do. Come on, we know. Yeah, right. yeah. All right. I do. Let's let's get to the news today. All right. First, maybe Jeremy Fowler jumped the gun. Maybe somebody in that building jumped the gun. Whatever it was, uh, they're saying no decision yet. Uh, we'll hear from Ron Rivera in the next hour, half hour, whatever it may be. But it looks like the way they're running the quarterbacks at practice, they have not made it a definitive decision as to who is going to either start or get the majority of the reps this week. Yeah, we just left uh, kind of the open media viewing portion uh, of the practice, albeit it's, you know, 15 minutes is the glorified stretching and just running through some drills. Yeah. Obviously, Sam Howell, Taylor Heineke, and uh, Carson Wentz are all out there taking snaps, taking throws. You know, we'll get the finality uh, in probably about an hour or so when Ron Rivera does the press conference. As you mentioned, there's a report uh, this morning that they're going to go with Taylor Heineke to start, but expect to see Sam Howell to play. Uh, You know how the fans feel. You know how some media members feel. Uh, It's an interesting situation, interesting predicament. Um, I would like to see uh, Sam Howell uh, because what better opportunity than now where there's a game that – to be honest, I know it's Dallas week, it's a rivalry, but it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. It actually hurts more to win this game in terms of draft positioning. Let's see what the kid can do against a defense that is playing for something. Obviously, Dallas could still win the division, so they're going to want to win. They're going to want to play their starters. Uh, I want to see Sam Howell take the kid's, kid, kid gloves off. Let's see what he has. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, and again, he's the only guy in a contract next year. So I do think you need to leave this season with some feel for what it looks like with him in live action, real live action, not preseason action. And maybe it is just part of the game. Maybe it's not the whole thing. But it does seem like it. And by the way, you know, for a staff that, let's be honest, if we're having a, you know, a, a fan poll on it, they, they don't exactly have the, you know, the backing of the, the fan base at the present time. Uh, it's not a group that, that goes in with a with a strong backing of uh, of the fan base right now, this might be their way to at least show that they did something right, which was take this guy in the fifth round and move up to get him and have obviously coached him up a little bit while behind the scenes this year. Scott, listen, Sam Howell 
has been in the system in this building since rookie minicamp in May. It yeah. is now January. He's had his reps. He's been practicing. He's been in the film room. He has. There's no excuse. Okay. Oh, he could get injured. Oh, why do you want to embarrass him? Listen, you got to start somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's an it's an injury risk every time you step onto the football field for any player. It doesn't matter who you are. You're at risk for energy and injury when you play that this game of football. So Sam Howell, there's no excuse in my opinion. If he's not ready, you know what? You know whose fault that is? That's the coaches. That is the coaching staff's fault if, if you don't think he's ready to start a game in the NFL when he's been there since middle of May since rookie minicamp. No doubt. Um, and again, that you know, you got to look at it like that. But maybe they, maybe they feel that he isn't, and it's going to make them look even worse uh, than they feel like they do now. I don't know. I mean, there's that other side of the coin, right? Yeah, You're right. Yeah. What if he, what if he goes in there and he's a, a, a freaking disaster, a Ben yeah. DiNucci or what, a Nick Mullins, yeah. whatever you want to, you yeah. know, think about in terms of quarterbacks that just kind of fall flat on their face. There's that side of the coin of embarrassment of, yeah, he is not ready. Whose fault is that? So did they miss with him picking in the draft? So you're exactly right. There's an embarrassment factor on that end as well. All right. here We're, we're here with Scott Abraham, uh, Channel 7, with us here on the uh, Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. It is Burgundy and Gold today. All right, here's the good news out of this for Commanders fans, and I don't think anybody's seeing today because they're just too in their feelings about how it should be Heineke, how, how, what have you. Uh, never heard Wentz's name mentioned in any of these reports. <laughs> and, uh, and obviously, he's not been on the field today in the rotation of quarterbacks. But just go, rewinding last week, what, what was your thought? I know, look, a lot of folks were frustrated with the way they were playing offensively, leaving a lot of points in the field. But in your wildest dreams, did you ever think it would look that bad? And how bad does that decision obviously look for the head coach and the guy who's you know in charge of everything in Ron Rivera? Let's start after the Niners game. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a problem, honestly. I didn't have a problem with his decision, Ron's decision, to go back to Carson Wentz, okay? I, 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 under, I understood both arguments, but if I was in Ron's position, I might have probably gone back to the guy I'm paying $20 million for that I traded for that, you know what, this is why we brought him here for these big moments for, for, to win these type of games. Let's see what he's got, okay? Yep. I put him in there. I start him. Um, on, on Sunday against the Browns, um, it was a mixed bag in the first half. Yeah, they had that long, long touchdown drive. They scored. But then in the second half, I would have maybe – I could have seen the tea leaves and maybe put back in Heineke for that spark, for that you know underdog mentality here to save the day. Uh, and it didn't, it didn't work out. And yeah. that decision ultimately to trade for Carson Wentz, to bring him here to Washington, to start him in a must-win game, it blew up in their face. They whiffed. They whiffed. It did not work out. So that's, that's what it happens when you try to bring in a quarterback to Washington, unfortunately. They just don't work out, and we're going to be in the same situation as we were last offseason, and we're going to be in the same boat as the Colts, as uh, the Panthers, as the Jets. It's going to be the same teams trying to find that veteran quarterback again to try to uh, reverse the curse, per se. Yeah, no doubt. Let me let me ask you this: uh, going into the off season, you know, you mentioned going back into that quarterback pool. A lot of people are already connecting dots. You know, Derek Carr, of course, former or you know former head coach was was Jack Del Rio, and all that kind of stuff. And and obviously, he was a highly thought of quarterback going into the year. Heck, he was in the playoffs last year. Now, oh boy, uh, not been so good this year. Gets benched, you know, and maybe you can just write it off to, well, this is you know this is what you know. 
Josh McDaniels, you know, does. But uh, would you would you bite that apple and go after him, knowing there there could be some some damage there because obviously they already given up on him. This is how I see the quarterback situation in the offseason. Okay, so I assume I'm assuming Ron Rivera is going to be back next year. Yep. I believe he's going to be the head coach for Washington, whether it's a new owner or the same ownership, because if there's a new owner comes on board, I think it's just going to be too hard to, to change coaching uh, staff, uh, change the head coach when you take over, say, March, whenever it's going to be. Right. Um, I think it'll be an evaluation period for that new owner to look at what he's got in terms of the coaching staff and who he has as the head coach. So I think Ron Rivera is going to be here next year. With that being said, if I'm Ron Rivera, I know probably year four, this, this could be it, and this could be my days are numbered. you got to win. you got to make the playoffs. So there's no way, if I'm in his shoes, there's no way I'm putting my coaching life in the hands of a rookie quarterback. So I don't think they're going to go and draft a rookie quarterback and expect to start him week one of 2023 because it is so hard to take a rookie quarterback and be successful in year one, and I don't think Ron has that time to have that rebuild process because he's in win-now mode to save his job and save his coaching career. So that being said, they're going to go back to the veteran quarterback retread cycles. Who's the best quarterback out there in terms of potential veteran quarterbacks available? Derek Carr. You got maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, a Geno Smith. Those are some names that are going to be thrown around here over the next coming months. And the problem is, it is not an enticing place for quarterbacks to come to Washington to play. So you're not going to get a free agent quarterback to want to sign here in Washington with a big name. You're going to have to probably make a trade again like they did with Carson Wentz because of the fact quarterbacks just don't want to come here because they don't think they can win. And that's the predicament they are in. And that's what's going to happen again. I think they're going to make a trade and try to get a veteran quarterback, a retread. I just don't see Ron going with a rookie quarterback and putting his coaching life, coaching career here in Washington on the line in a rebuild process with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm with you. It makes, it makes a lot of sense, and they're probably going to get, you know, held up again. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I was thinking about this on Monday, and I get it. This game means nothing, so you're kind of looking ahead to the future. But, uh, you know, hindsight, as Steve Spurrier once said, is 50-50. Uh, you know, looking back on it, I don't know if he should have really answered that question at that moment like he did because I feel like it almost came off like last season, right? Like everybody knew you were desperate for the quarterback. Uh, everybody knew that you were in a position of weakness. And, and you don't even have to say it for them to know it, but you've just kind of played it up. You know, like at least if you play Hal and lean into that and lean into the idea of development, blah, 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 even if you don't mean it, you know, maybe maybe you're not you know going to get held up at the you know held up in this uh, off season, but I just feel like they're going to overspend again over you know whether it you know because of you know they whatever they give up you because, know yeah because teams know what they need teams yeah. know that they're desperate they have all the the, the other teams have all the leverage yeah. Washington has no leverage Scott and yeah. no leverage in a trade scenario for a quarterback a free agent quarterback they're going to have to overpay no matter how they go about acquiring said veteran quarterback that's that's the reality yeah yeah and again that's why it'd be nice for this uh new person whoever they are to get in here in a hurry to maybe uh you know put the brakes on it but i, I just don't see a timetable where that works i think this is coming in you know late into free agency or the early part of free agency and then by then the damage could be done right i mean by then those moves have been made 
and you can't put the brakes on them, you know, and you're you're kind of uh, you're kind of stuck in what to you know live with whatever those decisions are. You know how it is. Life is all about timing sometimes, and um, this ownership dark cloud, whatever you want to say, is, is the big kind of factor element in all this. And until that sorts itself out, in a sense, this franchise is going to be handcuffed until it's all it's all final. Whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, in terms yeah. of Snyder staying, leaving, new owner, um, it's it's a not an easy transition. And unfortunately, this franchise is, is kind of in the middle ground right now, waiting for that to sort itself out. No doubt. Uh, a lot of injured guys, it looks like, in terms of uh, the defense, you know, which could also lend to an ugly, ugly day uh, for this team at FedEx Field in front of a lot of Cowboys fans on the day they're, they're going to retire Sonny Jurgensen's number finally. Uh, you know, I, you know, somebody told me, I don't know if this is true, if you've looked at it, but they've, uh, I don't know if it's true, but here it goes. Uh, somebody sent me a thing saying that the, the tickets were actually, uh, on the move. Like there was, a, they were moving, uh, on the, on the secondary market. So that, uh, obviously that means that somebody's motivated to come to this game and it's probably not commanders it's fans. It's not commanders fans. No, yeah. <laughs> it, it is not commanders fans, unfortunately. And that's going to be, uh, you know. A lot of there's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans, regardless. But yeah, right. you know, because of the non-juice factor from the Commander side, uh, I I can't see uh, too many Commanders fans um, going to want to show their face on Sunday, especially with the possibility of all these players not playing in terms of you know like a John Allen, a Cam Curl, Benjamin St. Jude, yeah. you know, Antonio Gibson. Uh, it could be a lot of you know backups, rotational players. Um, and then you might be able to get a chance to see a Sam Howell that could uh, may not be pretty against the first team uh, defense in Dallas that w- needs to win. Yeah, actually, I'm seeing some lower levels going in the $300 level. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah, that is definitely a, a little hotter market than it was last week, needless to say. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yep. just looking at the old StubHub right now. That's eesh, a little higher than normal, that's uh, for sure. Are there are there a lot of tickets available? I oh think? yeah, I mean StubHub. Yeah, I mean yeah. you can always you know there's always available, right? Like it's just a matter of how much yeah. you're going to pay for it. But yeah, it does seem like there's a good availability. It's just a mat- the pricing seems higher is what the difference is. So I mean, it's a four twenty five game. You know, there's a lot of good games that'll be on the television on yeah. Red Zone, and I think fans may just want to just kick back on the couch and watch some other good football that means more in the grand scheme of things of just in terms of uh, playoff picturing. Um, for the AFC and NFC. All right. Well, I know you'll have it all tonight on uh, Channel 7, whatever Ron Rivera says coming up in the next half hour to 45 minutes or whatever it ends up being about the quarterbacks. But who knows? He may just ma- make us wait, may have both quarterbacks available today. Um, yeah, Taylor Heineke, both of them will be <laughs> probably talking today, I would guess. And then, you know, from there, probably, you know, later in the week we'll find out for sure who the starter is. Yeah, as we like to say in television, Mr. Jackson, uh, stay tuned. I like it. All right, thank you, Scott. We will. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Take care. All right, Scott Abraham, good enough to give us some time today, uh, sitting out in his car waiting for the open locker room because now it's, you know, the session was open, it's closed. Uh, Anyway, way too much inside baseball. Nobody cares, I know. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.